All right, here we go. My name is Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 372 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. As I, as I spelled out last time in the uh, Patreon episode, I had a, uh, a bout of COVID. I feel better now, but uh, you know it wasn't as good. It wasn't as good as the first time. <laughs> it's my second go around with the with the COVID. And um, you know, the first time, you know, I made, it, I made it sound like I enjoyed it, but no, the first time I, I felt like I just had a head cold. I wouldn't have even tested. If it hadn't been, uh, if my if my job hadn't insisted on it, I just thought I had a little I had a little sniffles, which is you know people get the sniffles. Like people do get colds, you know they get a cold every once in a while. Not everything is COVID, you know. So I um, I had the sniffles is like two years ago maybe something like that. It's been a while, and I uh, my my boss said you need to test. I'm like I'm good. God, she was like no test. It was, of course, it was positive. That was back when people were freaking out. And, uh, like, if somebody had COVID, man, they wanted you, they wanted to just send you out in the middle of the desert, you know, sit you out, sit you out in the middle of a, 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 of, a, of a barren desert where there's nobody around. Now people are like, yeah, whatever. You know, that sucks. Huh, moving on. But anyway, I the first time it was nothing. But, you know, I had to work from home. It sucked. I hated that part of it. I don't like the working from home stuff, but anyway, um, that was the that was the that was the worst part of it. This time it was a little worse. This time, uh, you know, I told I talked all about it in the last episode. In fact, I recorded it in the throes of COVID. You get to hear my husky voice, my husky uh, COVID ravaged voice in that episode, um, the last one, three seventy one. So if you're a Patreon. Patron, you get the whole. I mean, from the belly of the beast, from the belly of the beast. But anyway, um, I feel better. I feel better now. I went back to work on Thursday. I was out for I don't know. I was out. Well, let's see, Friday through Thursday, Friday through Thursday. I had to work from home too, um, but it's better this time. I'll get to that in a minute. That um, I did have to work from home during those days, which I don't really. I don't like that. I know people love it. People are addicted to it. It, like, ruined them. People started working from home, and now they have, like, panic attacks if they have to go back to the office. Like, what the? I mean, whatever. I mean, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but, uh, you know, I don't like it. And, you know, I, I, I want to go somewhere. I want to I want to go to an office. I want there to be separation between my Life at home, you know, my 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 uh, my personal life, and my uh, work life. I don't want I don't want it to be all mushed together. I don't really like a a, a mushing of, of my work and and home life, you know. So anyway, but um, you know, I I feel better. I went back to work on Thursday. I had to wear a stupid mask though. On Thursday and Friday, but t- today, as I record this, Super Bowl Sunday. 
should be off, right? I'm off Saturday and Sunday. So this is Sunday. I should be off. Am I off? No, I am not. So I get, I come right out of this terrible illness, this terrible illness, and, it, and I have to go right back. I have to work a full 10-hour shift tonight. Ugh. I'm, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm uh, resentful, but might not say I'm not resentful. I mean, I don't know. You know, it goes with the territory, but it sucks. Oh, by the way, during this COVID, I, I talked about it in the last episode, but I went to the doctor. I went to the doctor for uh, on Friday. It's a long story. I mean, I, I wouldn't have gone to the doctor if I knew that I had COVID, but I tested negative the first time, and then I I thought I had some, I thought I had like a, a sinus infection or something. And uh, you know, I went to the doctor. I opened up a whole Pandora's box. <laughs> you know, so that sucked too. God, things have taken a dark turn since the last time we spoke, my friends. But um, I feel better. I got to work today, and um, you know, we'll see how it goes. Everybody's going to call off because they're going to watch the football game. They're going to be home, guzzling beer, sucking down chicken wings. How many chickens die on a daily? My God. I mean, just think about that. How many people eat those chicken wings? Those things are grotesque. I don't like, I don't, that's not something I eat. Uh, just the other day at work, uh, some woman goes, Oh, uh, you don't eat chicken wings? I said, No. What? What do you, I don't know too many people that don't like chicken wings. Uh, that's not really my thing. <laughs> She thought I was a weirdo. I'm a weird. I'm the weirdo for eating that gristly, tendon snapping. I don't eat anything. I don't like stuff that's on the bone. Really, not that. Not really. And I don't. You know, I don't, I'm not big of a. I'm not really a big sauce guy. And as it's all about the sauce, it's just a platform to move sauce into your your greasy lips. You're just a greasy hole in the front of your face, you know, just, just like transferring just sauces, just straight into your, your, your glistening hole, your face hole. All right. I don't really like it. I don't know if but that's what everybody's, everybody's going to call off. They're going to be home like good guzzling alcoholic beverages and just transferring sauce into their glistening face hole. I don't know. Whatever. And this is going to be terrible for your corpulent correspondent. <sighs> we'll make it. We'll, we'll get through. We'll, we'll, we'll get through to the end. We'll get to the other side. Don't worry about it. I don't, I don't want to be one of these guys that's like, I don't even know who's playing tonight. You know, I don't know who's playing the sports ball. <laughs> hate those kind of people. I like to punch them right in the face. Yeah, I don't follow football. I don't know anything about it, but I'm not going to be one of those guys. I know it's an important thing. People who are into sports, you know, should not be mocked. Sports are very important. Sports take up a, a very important place in people's lives. If you don't have things like that, you just come completely off the rails. You start like getting involved in like like radical you know partisan politics <laughs> you know stuff like this sports is better sports you know at least you can funnel it into something you know that's more socially acceptable in my opinion you know i don't want to hear anybody talking about their 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 political beliefs pack it deep deep and on a slant
So, anyway, I don't know anything about football. I know, I mean, I know, I grew up in the United States. I'm a, I'm a male who grew up in the United States. I know the I know how it works. I understand the rules and all that. I just don't have a team, and I never really was into football. I'm, I'm pure baseball, 100%. I don't really follow any other basketball. No, I couldn't give. I couldn't give three quarters of a shit for for any kind of basketball, <laughs> football, you know, hockey. I mean, give me a break. I've gone off on this tirade before. All those sports that I just mentioned, they're the same sport, essentially. Soccer, you got a rectangular playing field with a goal on each end. One team's trying to score a goal, the other team's trying to stop that team from scoring a goal. It's the same sport over and over again. Like hockey, basketball, football, soccer. All the same. All the same sport. (laughs) You know? Baseball, every stadium, every field is different. There's no clocks. Well, now there is. Now there's a pitch clock. But, you know, there's no, you're not running, you know, a game can be two and a half hours or it can be five hours. You know, you don't, I mean, there's no, there's no clocks like like there are in the other sports. And every field's different. You know, the dimensions of the outfield's different. You know, and, uh, it's completely 100% different. All right. Anyway, what were we talking about? I can't even remember. Oh, speaking of, uh, uh, so if you want to, if you want a, a full from the belly of the beast recount of my my encounter with COVID, or as some guy at work said the other day, I went back to work and he he goes, "Oh, Jeff K, I heard you. I heard I heard you came down with the cocoa." I said, the cocoa? What the? He goes, yeah. I said, I had COVID, if that's what <laughs> if that's what you mean. Yeah, the cocoa. I said, all right. He goes, I'm sorry. I hope you're feeling better. You know, like I think. But I, you know, if you want to, if you want a re, uh, retelling uh, of of my, uh, it wasn't good. This time was not good. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it, it was it was uncomfortable. You know. It was an uncomfortable experience. I do not recommend the cocoa to anyone, um, especially. I don't know. I don't know if it's, if this is normal. The second go round's worse than the first go round. I don't know. But if you want it, it's in the in the previous episode, uh, episode three seventy one over on the Patreon side. Um, and I was talking about working from home. It was weird because uh, just recently uh, I was talking to my boss about. I said, I can't work. She always says, why don't you just work from home? Like when we were doing these reviews, which takes hours and hours and hours, hundreds of hours, maybe millions. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a gigantic time suck. I said, I can't get anything done. I'm interrupted 5,000 times a day. She goes, why don't you do it from home? I said, I can't work from home. That thing sucks. So I got that tiny little laptop screen. That thing's a piece of crap. I said, I'll fling that thing out in the yard, throw it up on the roof of the house <laughs> in a fit of rage. She goes, why don't you, how come you don't have monitors? I said, I don't know. I said, didn't you try to get me monitors once before? And um, she goes, yeah. They t- They said no because... I said, well, that's the reason. I said, if I had a, if I had monitor, if I had a setup like I do at work, where I could just plug my laptop in, I have two, two giant monitors, you know, 
I could work from home. You know, it'd be, it'd be better. She goes, I'm going to try it again. So she ended up getting me the monitors. Okay. All right. So uh, I ordered, I went in there and ordered what I needed. I wanted two monitors, uh, two monitors, a, a docking station, a keyboard and a mouse, right? Everything came except one one monitor. Like I got one monitor, but I ordered two, right? So it all came like super fast, like really fast, shockingly fast. All right. So I, I reported that I didn't get the other monitor and they're like, well, let's look into this thing. So then, I don't know, a week later, that uh, that that second monitor showed up, but it looked like it had been at the bottom of a lake. The thing was all beat up and discolored. <laughs> the box was like all a different color. It's all taped up. It looked like it had been opened and then retaped. It had all kinds of stickers all over it. It was filthy. It looked like it was covered in soot. Like it <laughs> like it had been in like a like maybe like a home fire or something. I was like, look at this thing. So I took pictures of it. Because I had a feeling there's going to be a problem with it, right? And I, I reported it to the local IT guy, and he goes, "Oh God!" He goes, "I don't know. Sometimes they repurpose that stuff. If they, you know, if they have the same model, and there's nothing wrong with it, they send you one that's been used. Maybe that's what the deal is here." I said, "I don't know about this." I said, "Why would it be? If that were the case, why is it dirty and shit? You know, I don't have anything to do." So I opened the thing up finally. I, I sat up in the living room for a couple of days because I didn't really want to deal with it. So I sat up there on yesterday. I, I opened it up and I uh, and it was uh, you know it looked like it was dirty. The thing was the thing was used. It was not a new monitor. The thing was used. He said they they repurpose them sometimes. I don't know. This thing had this thing was like covered. It was like filthy. The thing had boogers on it. I think. I think the thing was covered in boogers. <laughs> I mean, it had it, the screen was all dirty. Had like specks. Like somebody sneezed on that thing. You know. It, it, it had fingerprints all over it, and, and even the like the the base of it was filthy. I mean, what kind of a pig? Somebody had used it before, and that person was a pig, right? The thing was dirty and shitty, right? So I tell the guy, and he goes, "Oh God!" He goes, "He he, he goes if they repurpose this stuff, they're supposed to sanitize them." And I said, "This thing's not sanitized." I said, "I don't even want to touch it. I want to get like typhoid off this thing." God. It's, it's, it's like it's, it's it's like speckled in boogers. <laughs> it's, it's it, you know it's it's booger spangled, and it was, he goes, oh god. So anyway, um, so I used a uh, we used me and Tony got uh, like alcohol wipes and wiped that thing down, and um, I noticed that the cord had like tape wrapped around it. Had like electrical, like the thing was broken. Like the cords were all broken and stuff. Somebody taped them up. What did he send me this garbage for? It's pissing me off. So I took it downstairs. I got I got it all I got it all cleaned up. I put the, inserted the cords where they're supposed to go, and I took it downstairs, plugged it in. And uh, the thing when it when it powered up, it's all it's like a jagged, like a like a uh, 
you know, like a jagged, like a, like a lightning bolt. You know what I mean? The thing's all destroyed. The thing's um, the thing's broken. It's broken, and it's covered in boogers. And I might add, it's smaller. It's not even the same size. I mean, I said, I said, I think somebody like. I, I told the guy. I said, I think somebody like uh, swiped out, like took the took the new monitor and put their shitty monitor in there. And sealed it back up. He goes, I don't know. That seems kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I can tell you one thing. I'm not using it. The thing I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get some kind of like uh, a disease off this thing. And it doesn't even work. It's broken. The thing's broken, and the and the and the and the wires are all. They got electrical tape around them. Right, burn the house down. Like God. Like what in the hell? So now he goes, well, you're going to have to open up a ticket and all that. I'm like, oh, my God. Freaking red tape. So anyway, <sighs> that happened. I got that thing boxed back up. I, I took it all. I, I, I cut. I put it all up. In a, you know, it's all reboxed. I'm not, I'm not dealing with it. When I go in today, I guess I'll open a ticket and say, what the hell? I got pictures of it, too, where, where the box that it came in. The thing's all, all taped up, re-taped. It's got all kinds of questionable stickers on it. I think that thing went around the world. I don't know where. Who knows where? what happened. Anyway, everything's ridiculous. But anyway, I'll tell you this much. Having like a full-blown, just even having one monitor changes everything. When I was out with the Coco, I was sitting there and then doing my work. And it was so much better. It was so much better. I set up this little table in the family room. I had to put the... Uh, the younger boy's drum set up in his bedroom. He doesn't know that yet. <sighs> He'll find that out when he comes home <laughs> in a couple weeks. I think he's coming home in like two weeks. He won't be able to get the door open on his bedroom because there's a freaking uh, full-blown drum set sitting in there. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I had to take that up to his room. Set up this little. I set up a like a desk in here, and. Uh, it was fantastic. Well, it wasn't fantastic, but it made a huge difference, you know. And I was getting some work done, you know. If I get, whenever I get this second monitor, man, I'll be up and running. You know, I might. Uh, I mean, I still don't like the idea of the mushing. I don't. I don't really like the mushing of, of work and and in home life together. I really don't like that. But it certainly made it better. God. Anyway, um, let's see what else. Yesterday, uh, I was complaining on the uh, Patreon episode when I went to the doctor. Uh, my weight, when I had to get up on that uh, scale, my weight was shocking. Shocking, my friends. <laughs> the number, like, floored me, you know. Uh, I had no idea. I mean, I I am. I mean, you could put me in the circus or like some kind of a carnival sideshow at this point. So anyway, I was talking about how I'm going to, uh, my plan to uh, uh, lose, I got to shed some poundage. I mean, it's getting out of hand. I mean, not getting, it is out of hand, all right? I mean, I am a, I am a gigantic fat ass, you know, I got, something's got to happen. But anyway, um, I was talking about that. And um, and uh, so I was thinking, yesterday, um, I was at the store Hang on, what, I got my off track. What was the? Anyway, I'm trying to lose weight, and um, one of the ways I'm going to do it 
I don't want to redo the entire Patreon episode, but one of the ways I'm going to, I'm not drinking beer. Right now, I'm not drinking any at all. And that's the only alcohol I ever have. I don't drink liquor at all or wine or anything. I'm just cutting completely. You know, I haven't had a a beer since, uh, I don't know, two weeks, something like that. And I'm, you know, and I'm trying to cut out fast food too, you know. I need to cut out those two terrible things in my life. And I think I think just that should help a little bit, right? You know, fast food is is just horrible. And beer is just like just a bunker buster of calories, you know. And uh, so anyway, uh, you know, so I buy this stuff. I go to the store. I go to the store every weekend and I buy stuff to eat. You know, I have to I have to eat, right? <laughs> but I, I I go to the store myself. Tony goes the does the weekly shop. You know, buys groceries for the house and stuff. But I gotta I gotta have add-ons. I can't. You know, I'm not going to be starving. I mean, I have to have stuff. So I, I go and I get stuff. Right? I buy my stuff. Well, it's not it's not just mine, but I buy stuff. Like for instance, like cheese. Like I get it's like. Cheese and crackers, or uh, the other day, or I got uh, like apple butter, you know, two slices of toast with apple butter. That's a fantastic uh, late night. If you're hungry, like at night, I know you're not supposed to eat bread, but you know, it's it's that's better than you know seven beers or whatever, or six beers or whatever. You know what I mean? That's not that, that's not good. You know. So so I go to the store. So I was over there and um last night, yesterday, and there was this um I was at the self checkout and there was this woman uh behind me at the other self checkout and um I heard this and the thing goes uh the thing goes, uh please transfer your donuts to the bags. Something like that. Please place your donuts in the bag. <laughs> you know, it announced that she was buying donuts. And I looked over and she was like, uh, she was a woman of size and she seemed mortified. You know, the thing was announcing it all across the store. And please place your donuts. I mean, the, the donuts part was in a was in a different voice and it was louder. <laughs> Seemed like it was louder. That part was louder. It was like broadcasting all over the store. And I looked over at her and she's like sheepishly placing this uh, you know, dozen donuts into the uh I'm like, what the hell? Mine's not doing that. Mine's not announcing <laughs> things, you know? Things that you know, I was buying like uh like I don't know. I don't remember what I was getting. Like it didn't say Please place your apple butter. You know, it didn't say that. You know, but I think it's stuff that's uh, stuff from the bakery, uh, any kind of like produce. It actually shouts it out. Like, like I, I buy a lot of uh, produce in there. I like make these gigantic salads. You know, and things like it, it shouts out radishes and celery and stuff. I don't know, but anyway, I thought that was pretty uh, embarrassing. You imagine like in there, like please move your douche to the, <laughs> you know, or whatever. So, you know, they, 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 you know, there, there's got to be a little discretion on this thing. They got to take, well, they take the volume down on that a little bit. You know, 
But anyway, I thought that was kind of funny, <sighs> kind of humiliating. But uh, I mean, it's not that humiliating. Everybody's donuts. God, yeah, whatever. She, you could tell she didn't like it very well, and I, I wouldn't like it either. God, especially my big old fat, you know, uh, Humpty Dumpty looking son of a bitch standing there. Please move your donuts. And I, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying. And also, before I have a call, a couple calls here, um, before I get to that, uh, I went to, uh, the other night I, I left work at 6.30. It was, uh, I leave at 6.30 on Fridays. And um, Tony said they already ate dinner and everything. She goes, just get something. I said, I'm not eating fast food. She goes, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> she goes, go to the grocery store and buy something. I know there's nothing really here. I said, oh, God. So I thought, maybe I'll go to Chipotle. At least that's better. It's a little bit better. It's better than freaking McDonald's, you know, or, or Burger King or any of that garbage. So, but I don't like this Chipotle near our house because it, they suck. They're terrible. It's a terrible place. It's poorly run. And uh, But there's one over in uh, the, the next town over. It's much better. But I was like, I don't want to go all the way over there because you got to get off the interstate, go deep into the deep into the, into the town. It's far off. It's going to add 30 minutes at least to my trip home. I thought, I'll just try it. You know, I haven't been to this one near our house in, in months. Maybe they got their shit together. You know, maybe they got it together. I don't know. I'm going to roll the dice on this deal and go back in there. I said I'd never return. Last time I stormed out in a huff. We'll, we'll, we'll give them another chance. So I went in there. It was exactly the same. Place sucks. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand how somebody could, could somebody put a lot of money into this place. It cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a franchise. You know, somebody devoted a bunch of money, and 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 then they run it like this. They allow it to be run like this. I mean, I went in there, and I'm not one of these uh, Karens. You know, that's bitching about everything. I roll with everything. I get irritated, and I, and I come on here and bitch about it. But I'm not in places like raising hell and making a scene. I roll with almost everything. I roll with everything, you know? Because what's the point? I mean, what, what are you just going to humiliate some zitster that doesn't know, never been trained, couldn't give two shits, you know? I mean, it annoys me, but so I went in there. There's some hippie woman in front of me ordering all kinds of weird shit. I don't know what the hell it is. It's like some kind of like, I don't know, fake meat or something. I don't know what it is. And she's she's just being a pain in the ass, too. You know, I'm like, oh, God, just hurry up. This is not your own private store. It's not your own private, you know. This is not your own, uh, you know, chef that comes to your house, you know. There's other people in line. Get the hell out of the way. Get your hippie ass, your patchouli-wearing hippie ass out of, out of my way, you know. So after she finally, I'm like, I'm, I'm eyeball, eyeballing the the troughs of food, you know. Chipotle is like, uh, you know, it's like a, it's like Subway where you go down the line and say, I'll have, a little, I'll have that, 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 you know. <laughs> you know add it to your, so, your burrito or your bowl. They didn't have anything, just like last time. Everything was missing. I'd say three-fourths 
of the of, of the little trays where the food is empty. Three fourths. I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. The people in there never acknowledge you. They're they're borderline rude. At least this time there's like five people working behind the counter. And um, which is last time, last time there was like, I don't know, like, it seemed like there's two people and, uh, you know, they were out of everything, just like, but three of them were just standing back there, you know, with their mouths hanging open. Looked like they're about ready to succumb to a, to a gas leak. Their mouth's just hanging open. It's got this, uh, this blank look on their face. They're not doing jack shit. They're not, they're not, as far as I can tell, they're, they're not, uh, you know they're not participating in anything, like not contributing. So I'm look, I'm like, what the? Hell? I said, you guys don't have chicken again? He goes, we got more coming. I look back there, and there's a guy putting raw chicken on the grill. Like I'm gonna sit, sit here, stand here, and wait for it to finish. You know, till they cook it. They don't have any ready. I said, oh my god. You know, he goes, I'll be with you in a second. And he's like shitty, you know. I look down. It's like everything I I want is, you know, basically they don't have. They have black beans, I think. I think that's the only thing. So it would be like, uh, it would be like rice and black beans, and everything else. <laughs> everything else is empty, you know. And, and and they're rude. They're not nice. They're they're not friendly at all. You know. I said, screw this, I'm out. And I, and I left again, again, you know. I don't understand how you could run a place like that. It hasn't been open very long. I'm, well, maybe a year, long enough to get the the kinks out of it. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I have, I have all of us have experienced bad uh, service in restaurants and places. This place, it, I mean, it, it takes it to a new level. I mean, they, they sell food there. That's what they do. That's their business. They sell food. And they don't have any food. And they're shitty to you about it. They act like you're the problem. I didn't say anything. All I said is, you don't have any chicken again? I mean, I guess that's a little aggressive. I mean, I guess I set the tone. But, you know, I'm not... I'm not. But it's unbelievable. They don't have any chicken. That's, they don't have any other meats either. I didn't see anything in there. So I got I got fired up about that. And I went home and wrote some kind of like <laughs> super shitty review. Like I don't. This is not my. This is not. My, this is out of character for me. I don't. I don't do this kind of stuff. I went on Google, wrote a review. They, they immediately took it down. I guess they thought it was a little bit too, <laughs> a little bit too harsh. You know. You know whatever. But uh, anyway, uh, so that happened the other night. That's that's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And the one over there in Dixon City, which is the next town over, always a pleasant experience. No issues ever. It's run like it's run like clockwork. Most of the ones I've been to in my life, Chipotle is it's really well run, clean. People are pleasant. This one, which is near our house. The opposite. I don't know about the clean cleanliness part, but um, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I don't know what the hell's going on in there. <laughs> I was like all fired up about that for like a day. I don't. Know, I don't know. Push my buttons. If if they were apologetic about it, you know, that'd be different. But um, 
No, not a not a, not a drop. All right, and enough of that. I do have a two calls from Ian in Scotland. One one's a follow up to the first one, and here's the first one. Hey Jeff, it's Ian in Scotland here, driving in the dark through Fife to see my girlfriend. What do you think of that? She's fifty three years old and retired. Is it still appropriate to call her my girlfriend? I. Um, I think it is. She's not sure, and um, I'm not saying I'm not calling her a partner. That is that's too much, and um, she doesn't like me using the term my lover, <laughs> which I like. Tell me your thoughts. Anyway, phobias. Yeah, I have a phobia of horses, which is difficult because my daughter. Uh, youngest daughter, she's 16 and she loves horses, she wants more horses she's got a part time job in a stables uh, and she she wants to work with horses fair, fair play um, she almost died two years ago she got thrown off a horse landed on her back split her liver um, was in hospital for 10 weeks she got airlifted to uh, Edinburgh um, sick kids hospital from Dundee so um, yeah um, and she's fine, she, she she got out of hospital and back on the horse <laughs> and uh, I'm still shit scared of horses they can sense my fear <laughs> you know that thing hello big boy I'm not scared of you uh, while sweating profusely and they can, I know they can sense it and it makes them skittish which makes me worse so that's a problem, I think I'm going to need to go to um, hypnotherapy or some kind of some some psych, some therapy uh, horse the horse whisperer <laughs> um, so yeah that's my only phobia um, and tipping in Scotland yeah no that, that's bullshit somebody's been feeding you bullshit tip tip heavily not as heavily as you do in the states you can if you want um, it's like Patreon you can tip whatever you like but I'm um, generally people are even cutting back on the tipping, I've noticed it especially with the move towards electronic paying um, the World Economic Forum seems to be at war with barmen, bartenders um, we get little tips now, even people saying keep the change you know what I mean, the, the, the order might come to 470 and they give you 5 and say you have to keep the change man why would you wait for 25 pence but people do I've seen orders coming to like rounds of drinks coming to maybe 49 pounds 80 pence and people waiting for 20 pence from 50 quid it's sickening <laughs> sickening but then they don't get top drawer service there's no gags there's no jokes no smiles that's work to rule, bare minimum. So yeah, um, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm amazed at uh, North American bar tipping. I could clean up if I came across there uh, with my song and dance routines and general um, bar skills and clean up. Anyway, it's not what I want to do. So hopefully, I can give up the bar work next year if all this international concept artist lark comes to fruition, which I'm hoping it does. If not, I'll be behind the bar like coach on cheers for the foreseeable future. Okay, mate, that's me. Keep up the work. Bye! I know what you mean about the the girlfriend thing. Uh, 
I don't know. Tony and I talked about that before. You know, she has a she, she thinks she has an issue with it. She thinks that uh, once you get past like your twenties, you can't really call. But you're right. What else? What's the what's the alternative? You know, what's the alternative? So I think I don't have. I personally, I personally don't have a problem with calling a person in their fifties your girlfriend. I mean, I don't know. Like you, I, partner? No, uh-uh. <laughs> no way. I, I I don't like that. You know, I don't like that. That's not good. And um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the alternatives are. You know, but um, I don't. I personally don't have a problem with it. Uh, I would. I would if I had a girlfriend. <laughs> I would probably call her my girlfriend. You know, even if we were in our seventies, I would say that. It's my girlfriend. Whatever. If you don't like it, you can pack it. <laughs> Doing a lot of packing in this episode. All right. Um, as far as your phobias, horses. That's interesting. That's an interesting one. Yeah, horses are weird. You don't get behind a horse. They'll kick you right through the wall. <laughs> I don't know about horses either. I haven't been around them too much. Uh, but uh, they're, they are intimidating. They're big. They're, they're very muscular, and they're tall, and they're big, and they kick. There's a lot of kicking going on. They, they, they'll pile drive you right through, right out, right through the wall into the into the side yard, you know. And I know somebody. I, I worked with somebody who fell off a horse. Well, yeah, they fell off a horse. The thing thing took off running. She fell off, and she, her foot was caught in the uh, what do you call that thing? Her foot was caught. And she was dragged through the woods, and she died. That's a person I used to work with. So, yeah, horses are a little uh, 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 troublesome. But there's a lot of people that I work with now who uh, own horses for whatever reason. A lot of horse people at work, and they love them, man. You know, they never stop talking about them. You know, I don't know. They they get attached to them, and um, you know, and they get sick, they get upset, and everything. But I'm with you. I'm not. I wouldn't say I have a phobia, but I, I I'm, I'm hesitant around around the horsies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I haven't really been around. I actually have ridden a horse. That was back when I was younger. If I got up on a horse now, I think I'd just lay down. <laughs> they would just like, like uh, uh-uh. I, I mean, I, there's a limit, you know. Thing would just like all four legs be sticking in a different direction, you know. But anyway, that's interesting, Ian. Uh, horses, I understand that. And and you're tipping, you're tipping information. So I was I was misled on that deal. Now I feel bad. We went over there. We were in a whole bunch of pubs. We were in those pubs that were rebuilt in 1667 or after the fire in 1666. You know, some of them were older than that even. We went to a bunch of historic. I had a list of historical, old, like, like kick-ass old pubs, you know. And we went to many of them. There was this one called the Ye Old, Ye old Cheshire Cheese. <laughs> it's like really old. It's like one of the oldest pubs in London. And we went there. It was closed, you know. That sucked. So I didn't get to go in there. But we went to a whole bunch of them. And I didn't tip anywhere, you know, because I was told I read somewhere that you're not supposed to. In fact. Uh, they, they, they take offense. It's like not only are you not supposed to, but they could take offense. Like what the? 
That's like totally opposite of what here. If the tip everywhere, it's supposed to tip everywhere. It's like twenty percent ever, everywhere you go, and every bar that I ever been in, you know, you tip, you you tip every time. I mean, that's, that's not even a question, right? But um, so I didn't over there because I felt like I didn't want to offend anybody. I don't want to go in there and cause a problem, a international incident, you know. But uh, now I feel bad. I feel like those guys are probably like this asshole over here, this American, this piece of shit, you know. He's not tipping us at all. He, you know, he, you know, he, he comes in here. He's been here before. He won't tip. He'll he'll just walk out of here. Won't tip us at all. So now you know, <laughs> feel bad about it, you know. But um, I don't know. I don't know what I was reading, but I read that somewhere. It was in a book or something. It, like, I think we were doing some uh, research before we went over there. And um, that's what it said. So I don't know. Uh, next time I go, which hopefully will be soon, I'll do, I'll do better. I'll do better on the tipping front. And um, thanks for that, Ian. I, you, you called back with some more information on tipping, and here it is. Hey, Jeff, seen Scotland again. Sorry, mate. Um, I do not think I was clear enough about guidelines for tipping. So, if you're in the bar and you're only going to be there for uh, maybe one round or as you on your own, it would be unusual for somebody to say, get yourself a drink. Um, because that would be like one for you, one for me. You'd be dipping at 100%. Um, however, if you're going to be there for a long time, uh, maybe three or four drinks, or you're in company, um, or you have bought a round of drinks, which comes to maybe, say, 25 bucks, you would be um, more than entitled to say, get yourself a drink. Now, when you say get yourself a drink, I'd be like a pint or a... Uh, a shot of vodka or what have you. So maybe three or four pounds, five bucks. Um, but you wouldn't do that every time. Um, maybe you would tip, if you're in a bar all night, you might, if, if I'm being really fortunate, this is unusual, but you might tip somebody twice. If you're tipping more than that, then it becomes a little weird. <laughs> this is going to tip me so much. Um, you know, but um, yeah, feel free to tip um, when you're across here. Keep the change, it's fine if you're using cash. Um, give, give the barman a couple of quid or 80 pence, whatever. I wouldn't hang about for 50 pence or 60 pence, you know, that's bullshit. What people do. So yeah, hope that clears things up regarding tipping. Um, okay, all the best, mate. Bye. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. I don't know if you, you know, buy one for me, one for you. I'm going to buy one for myself and buy one for you. Tipping 100%? I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you just have one, that's that's one that's that's one thing, right? But um, you know, I'd be I'd be willing to do that. And basically, if you if you buy like like when we go to uh when we go to Backyard Ale House, you know, we 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 order we order two beers each generally, and we I don't know what we tip, but it's you know it's I mean, like two dollars two dollars a drink something like that you know what I mean two dollars a beer something like that somewhere in that neighborhood I know it sounds seems like a lot and I guess it is but I think that's the going rate you know and I felt weird about when I was over there and I didn't tip at all because I told I was told. You know that I should not tip, 
Could somebody take a swing at me? <laughs> I don't know. Seems counterintuitive to me, but uh, thanks for the thanks for the tips on tipping, Ian. I appreciate you calling in and, and bringing me up to date on all that. And um, you know, uh, you sent me a private message on weight loss. You know that was interesting, and I will I will take that into account for sure. And um, thank you for Ian. Thank you, Ian, for calling in. And if you want to call in, just like Ian did, you can do that. Call on 570-290-8151 round the clock. It's just voicemail. Nobody's going to answer. I mean, you're not going to call it and I answer. You know, you're not going to call it and say, hello? <laughs> and then there's like all this weirdness. There's awkwardness. You know, yeah, it's just voicemail. Just call and leave a message. And if, if and if you don't like the message, if you don't like it, like the way it went, just call me back and say, yeah, I don't use that. You know, I won't do that. I won't embarrass anybody. There's no pressure. Just call in, make make a comment, ask a question, make a suggestion, whatever you want. Round the clock, 570-290-8151. And if you want two episodes a week instead of a measly one, that's easy to do, too. Head on over to Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll get an extra episode every week. Not every once in a while. Every week. Well, every time every time I publish one on the main network, I publish one for the patrons, too. So that'll just cost you 4 bucks a, a month. Put it on a credit card. You won't even notice it, and you'll get an extra episode of this of this podcast every week, including that uh, the one from the belly of the beast back when I had the cocoa. I don't know. I feel like I still do. I'm struggling. Back, you know, that was that was an interesting one. You know, and there's a whole bunch of other ones too. I think there's like 200. I think there's something like 200 bonus episodes, <laughs> and you'll gain access to all of them for four dollars a month. I don't know how I don't know how you could afford not to. <laughs> so patreon.com slash Jeff K is the place to accomplish that. And surfreportpod.com is the uh, web home of the podcast. Expanded show notes, pictures, links, etc. A little value added service. Surfreportpod.com. We're at the end of this thing. I'm struggling a little bit to tell you the truth. I feel like I'm not hundred percent over it. This thing sucks. It's like, I don't know. I hope I don't have that long COVID or, or the jagged COVID or the curly Q COVID or the slanted COVID or the, you know, I shouldn't make fun of it. I'm not making fun of it. I shouldn't make light of it. I mean, it's some it's some bullshit, man. The COVID. It's no good. But anyway, I'm struggling a little bit. So I, I felt like I was completely over it. But uh, the longer I talk, the more the more I'm starting to realize I might not be. <laughs> there might be still some residual, uh, you know, some, some, you know, anyway, we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time, which will be over on the Patreon side. I hope you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye.
please transfer your dot dots.